What's up everybody? My name is Andrew and welcome to the Bundesliga. This is episode 28, quarantine episode 3 if you guys are following that. And we're going to try to jump into some more Bundesliga news. Since there's not really any soccer scores to talk about, I'm just going to bring you guys the news of the week in the Bundesliga and give you some updates on what's going on there. So, first up, I'm going to talk about a story coming out of Borussia Mönchengladbach. So, there is a supporter group that is floating around an idea of having thousands of plastic fan cutouts once the season reopens behind closed doors, and it's for a pretty cool reason. So, any fan can really sign up to have a plastic cutout with their face on it put into the arena during the closed games at a cost of $21. Now, $2.20 of that will go towards a fundraising campaign for a young boy with spinal muscular atrophy. So that's definitely going towards a good cause towards a child that needs it for sure. Now, some of the other money will also go towards supporting seven members of this supporter club who have lost their jobs and are out of work during the COVID-19 related economic turndown. So that's a good cause there as well. And the rest of the money is just going towards the actual cost of manufacturing the cutouts and the club here has chosen a local business to go with to help local businesses. So I think this is all around a pretty cool idea. Having the team play in an empty stadium already sucks, but if you can throw up thousands of you know plastic cutouts, I think that's a pretty cool way of making the team felt like they're still supported. And most of the money, if not all the money, is going towards a good cause because you're supporting this medical fund for the young child, you're supporting a some compensation for these club supported club members that are out of work and you're also supporting a local business all at the same time so i think it's a pretty cool idea coming out of one of the ultra clubs of borussia mönchengladbach next up there's a story coming out of schalke that's not such a good one and that is involving amin harit so the young 22 year old moroccan has recently been fined Upwards of $30,000 for attending a corona party at a hookah bar in Germany. So, obviously during these quarantine times, we're supposed to practice social distancing and not gather in large groups. But the young Moroccan went to a hookah bar with upwards of 10 people there. The hookah bar was supposed to close at 6 p.m. for business, but according to German media and police, they were out there well past midnight before the police came to break up the gathering. So... That's a pretty bad look for, for Amin Harit there. And just days earlier, he had posted a status on either Twitter or something or social media urging people to stay indoors and practice all these social distancing measures. And then days later, he's caught hanging out at a, at a hookah bar at midnight. So he's really not practicing what he's preaching there. And that's not a good look for the young Schalke player. So, you know, Harit, if you're going to preach something, you better follow it as well because that's not... A very respectful way to go about your business. Anyway, it's also really not good for public health and safety as well. So definitely try to limit your gatherings. And you know, if you don't have to leave your house, don't leave your house. All right. Next up is a story coming out of the German Football League, the DFL, and this is an update on the season itself. So currently, football is suspended in the top two tiers until April thirtieth. At that point, I'm sure they will have more information, be able to reevaluate what's going to happen. But currently, April 30th is the farthest out date that they have. However, they did announce that they are planning on finishing the season 
behind closed doors by June 30th. So that obviously is definitely past when the normal season lasts, but it looks like they are trying to complete the season instead of scrapping it, especially since this year's race is a very, very tight one, and every Champions League spot matters, every Europa League spot matters, and honestly, the race at the top is still very, very tight, and potentially a team could dethrone Bayern from winning the league, so the DFL definitely would want this season to continue for sure. Next up, we are going to talk about a few transfer rumors. Now, one of the big ones that I've been hearing about a lot in the past week is actually involving Manuel Neuer, and that is Manuel Neuer is going to Chelsea. So this one, as much as I don't want to really talk about it, I think needs to be addressed because there are some good points kind of on both sides. Neuer wants to stay at Bayern, and he wants a five-year contract extension. However, Bayern is only offering him a two-year contract extension. Now, I think there was a little bit of a premature signing of Alexander Nubel here because if you recall in the winter, Bayern signed Alexander Nubel, who's a 23-year-old young goalkeeper from Schalke, as a quote-unquote Neuer's replacement. But Neuer definitely does not want to leave the team, yet he still wants to stay here. And obviously, by asking for a five-year contract, he wants to stay here for a long time and continue being the number one. But it seems like Bayern's board has already kind of chosen a replacement. And if you have a young 23-year-old and he's not going to start for five more years, he's not really going to want to play here. And he's definitely one of the better young up-and-coming German keepers. So I think Bayern kind of shot themselves in the foot here. From what I heard, actually, Hansi Flick didn't really have much to do with the signing of Alexander Nubel. That was kind of done without his consultation. And without a long-term head coach to guide the team through that kind of a signing, we really don't know who made that signing, whether it was the board at large, whether it was the coaching staff or not. You really don't know who made that choice about the future of the club. Because if Hansi Flick's only a caretaker and not going to beat the club past this season, you know, it makes sense not to have his input for future purchases. But then if the next trainer comes in and doesn't like Nubel, didn't want Nubel, but they signed him to a contract, what do you do? Do you use Nori? Do you use Nubel? Do you kind of sell one, keep the other? Like, you know, if you don't have a long-term coach, it's hard to make those kinds of decisions ahead of time. So... That is a, a difficult spot that Bayern has put themselves into. However, from the Chelsea point of view, I feel like they might be able to give him the long-term deal that he wants. They definitely want to get rid of Kepa, so with him on his way out, Neuer is definitely a great replacement for Chelsea. It just depends on whether or not he's able to figure out the situation at Bayern. I think ultimately he wants to stay at Bayern. He just wants a guarantee that he's going to be the starter for years to come. And with the signing of Nubel, I don't know if Bayern can or is willing to offer that to him. So this is definitely one to keep your eyes on. It's kind of like the uh, Schweinsteiger deal a couple years ago that came out of nowhere. And the next thing you know, a week or two after it was you know, rumored, Schweinsteiger signed with Manchester United. And that kind of shocked everyone. So this, if this deal happens, it'll definitely be a bit of a shock to me for sure. It'll probably be my favorite player on the team that leaves. So I really don't want that to happen. I understand Nubel's perspective. I just wish that the team had not so hastily bought another young keeper without really thinking about what the future of the team, the future of the lineup is going to be before making that signing because now it puts them in a tough spot. All right. 
another transformer I heard about. I don't recall if I mentioned this last week or not, but Real Madrid joined the race for Upit Meccano. Now, this is the awesome center back from RB Leipzig, and I've heard rumors that he doesn't exactly want to stay at RB Leipzig anymore, so a team like Real Madrid would definitely be an awesome step up for them to go to. So that is definitely a pretty interesting rumor. I don't know if Real Madrid is really in the market for a center back, but hey, if, if that's the rumor, that's the rumor. You know, it's, I, I, I told you before that I'm not really vetting these too well. I think it's just fun to dwell on some of these rumors and see what happens. Now, one of the other um, more out there rumors I've heard is between Bayern and Manchester City, and that is a like-for-like swap with Alaba for Sané. So this is a rumor that comes around every time Alba gets around his contract uh, negotiations or the end of his contract term, is that Alba's going to sign here, he's going to sign with Real, he's going to sign with Manchester City. These rumors always come around, and I don't think Alba's going anywhere. He likes it in Munich. He's only two and a half hours from his hometown in Austria that he can go to whenever he wants. And Bayern provides him with title races, provides him with trophies, provides him with Champions League action. So he kind of gets everything he wants. He has a solid spot in the starting lineup, even with, you know, up-and-coming Alfonso Davies taking responsibilities at the left backfield. He still has a spot as a center back. He still has a spot taking free kicks and set pieces. So he's definitely an integral part of this team, and I don't think Alba's going anywhere. And actually, when it comes to that, uh, Rummenigge, the president of Bayern, said that this is a Grimm's fairy tale and has nothing to do with reality. So if that's not him shutting down this rumor, I don't know what is. Now, when it comes to transfer rumors, this isn't exactly a player going to a team rumor, it's just an evaluation standpoint, and that is that Dortmund and Bayer Leverkusen both stand firm in wanting 100 million euros plus for Jane Sancho, and for Kai Havertz. Now, even in this time of financial stress during the COVID-19 pandemic, these teams are still asking for top, top dollar for these two young star players. In a time where it's kind of rumored that transfer prices are going to dip, you know, upwards of 50% for, you know, star players, these teams are still evaluating and rating Sancho and Havertz at above 100 million euros for any possible suitors. I've even heard rumors that because of the COVID-19 pandemic and the, and the slashing of transfer prices, they might actually hold on to them for one more year until they have only one year left in their contract until next summer, summer of 2021, before potentially selling those players. So they definitely see talent in these players and are not willing to let them go for less than what they think they are worth. So that's really exciting for Dortmund and Leverkusen that they are standing their ground there. But the question that begs is, will that make them less attractive to other teams? Will the teams kind of back off and not want to go through with those transfers anymore? Will they hold out? Will they try to make a smaller offer and hope that they accept it? It's kind of left up in the air, so we'll have to wait till the summer to see what happens in the transfer window and whether Sancho and Harvard stay one more year in Germany or whether they make a jump to another team this summer. So that's all I have for Transfer Rumors this week. All right, and the last piece of news is a pretty exciting player profile here and pretty exciting stats analysis, and that is of a very, very young academy player named 
Yusofa Mukoko and Borussia Dortmund. Now, he transferred from, I think, the St. Pauli Academy over to Borussia Dortmund's around the age of 12 or 13 or 14, and since then has been playing in the Dortmund Academy, then the Dortmund Under-17 team, then the Dortmund Under-19 team, and is a complete star. So, as of right now, 15 years old, and he is, like I said, a wonder kid. Here are his stats for the last three seasons. So, for the 17-18 season, all competitions, he played 28 games, scored 40 goals, and got seven helpers. For the 2018-19 season, all competitions, again, 28 games, 50 goals, and nine assists, and that was a record for the U-17 level. 50 goals and nine assists in one season. Then, this season, in the 2019-20 season, so far, he's played 28 games, and this includes in the UEFA Youth League as well. 28 games, 38 goals, and 10 assists. I believe that might also be a record at this point in the season as well. So this kid is lighting it up at the ages of 13, 14, and 15. He is just destroying all these other teams at the youth level in Germany. Now, the exciting part of this news is that the Bundesliga has recently approved a new rule that a player can start playing for the senior squad as soon as they turn 16. Now previously the rule was you had to be 16 before the beginning of the season. Now they changed it so that as soon as you turn 16, even if it's midway, partway through a season, as soon as you hit your birthday, you are allowed to start playing for the senior squad. So with this rule change, Mukoko is eligible to start for Borussia Dortmund on November 20th, 2020. I think that's gonna add a very interesting element to next season for Dortmund. Maybe they do get rid of Sancho or Holland or one of those players, but if this kid is able to come in at age 16 and prove himself and continue the streak he's been on for his youth years, that would be super awesome for Dortmund, not having to spend multi-million dollars on an external transfer to just promote someone from the youth academy. Now, all this is fine and well, but the one thing I do want to stress that I always stress when it comes to these kinds of young Wonder Kid rumors is give it time, don't set such high expectations, because when you compare everyone to a Messi or a Neymar or a Ronaldo or a Mbappe, you know, for every comparison that a player gets to someone like that, there's a thousand players that get those comparisons and we never hear about after a year. You know, the example I always bring up as an MLS fan is Freddie Adu. At age 14, he was touted as the next big thing, the biggest star. He's going to take over the soccer world. And then last I checked, he was playing in the third tier of soccer in Finland for a team that no one's ever heard of. So I, I really hate to kind of put too much stress on some of these young players. He seems like a great prospect, and I really hope that he is the next big thing. But... I don't want to put that kind of a pressure on a 15-year-old kid's shoulder. It's too much to handle. The, the mental weight, the stardom, the media coverage, all this stuff is not healthy for a teenager that's that young and just wants to go out and play some football. Um, whether it's the senior level, the youth level, whatever it is, that kind of stress is not worth it. So I urge everyone to kind of integrate him slowly. If you want to put him in the senior squad, fine, so be it. But don't expect greatness 
in game one, you know, let him integrate into the team, let him integrate into the culture, let him grow physically. You know, he's got to put weight on, he's got to grow, he's got to get the proper nutrition and and all that kind of stuff. He's only 15 years old, potentially 16 when he starts. So don't have your expectations set too high and call him a bust if he doesn't replicate a 50-goal season or a 30-goal season or a 40-goal season, you know? That is way too much pressure to put on one kid. But I do hope that if they decide to start him, that he is able to progress and grow at an appropriate rate and hopefully make Borussia Dortmund a more competitive team. So that is player profile. Look out for Yusofa Mukoko next year for Borussia Dortmund. Well, that's all that I got for you guys this week. If you check out the show notes, I will include some of the articles to the stories I talked about today. Also, I've been watching some of these full-length German games that I posted back in episode 26, so I'll just put that back in the show notes as well. These are full-length German games. They include both Bundesliga and German national team. Some games included in there are the 7-1 game versus Brazil in the, I believe, 2014 World Cup. You'll also have the Argentina versus Germany game where there was the Maradona Hand of God goal. And most one of the recent games that I watched was the record for the Bundesliga highest scoring game. And it was the 12-0 Borussia Mönchengladbach when they demolished Borussia Dortmund. So all those games and more will be included in the show notes. Once again, that's full length matches that you guys can watch. I know everyone's you know, eager to watch some football during this quarantine time, so I will definitely include that in there for you guys. Also, if you guys want to reach me on social media, my Instagram is welcome to the Bundesliga with underscores between each word. That's welcome to the Bundesliga with underscore between each word. And my email is w2bundesliga at gmail.com. That's w, the number two, bundesliga at gmail.com. That's all I got for you guys this week. My name is Andrew, and I'll see you next time. Oh,